This season of the Good Up Podcast is sponsored by Empath Psychological Services. Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after work happy hour conversation with your best friend. The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming Good Up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's episode. Here at the Good Up Pod, we're all about shedding light on life experiences that have contributed to who we are and learning to navigate them to find a feeling that's, well, you know, good up. For some of us, that journey includes therapy. Empath Psychological Services operates with the belief that life's challenges are not all of who we are. They aim to create a non-judgmental environment to help their clients harness their own power and to find their path to mental well-being. Good Up and Empath Psychological Services share a passion for helping others navigate their own healing their way. If you're interested in teletherapy services in the U.S. Virgin Islands or the state of Texas, check out the link in the description box for more information on how you can book a session with Empath Psychological Services. Hey, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Good Up Motherfucking Podcast, also known as the Hosa Buena Riba, also known as Beyonce's number one motherfucking podcast. I don't care if she said it, bitch, I said it. It's time. It's the last episode of the season, bitches. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Deidre, are you ready? <laughs> you know I'm ready. <laughs> and when I said bitches, me talking to Deidre, I'm talking to I, ah, yo. <laughs> I ain't talking to Deidre. <laughs> <laughs> gotta call I call out bitches every week. So this is the last I, And you know Personally, that's going to have to remain a hey eyes, I think. You know, I always ask, why they got to be bitches, though? Because they know. What are they going to do? Why they got to be bitches? Not listen? I don't know. That's going to have to show them being bitches because Beyonce referred to us all as bitches when she said bad bitches to the left, money bitches to the yeah. right. A bitch I don't have to be a derogatory Tom. I are just bitches. <laughs> I don't know what, what else to say. <laughs> it's been four years. If you had a problem, you should have tell me four years ago. <laughs> Anyway, wait, welcome. I don't think you've been calling them bitches the whole time. This feels like a new development. Season this one. This feels like girl. a new se- season. Really? One. Season no, one. Season one. No, you used to say, hi, beautiful people. Welcome back to the podcast. And That's they still used to get dragged in the same episodes. <laughs> the, listen, okay. I know myself. They were getting dragged from season one. Okay. Whoever don't believe okay. me, go back. Listen, anyway. Welcome, welcome. Um, So excited. Diamond is back. Second time this season because she's the unofficial Todd host that I go to podcast. Deidre is yeah, here. Yeah. Faces are beat. I couldn't beat my face, but you know, I cute regardless because my skincare been popping lately. So we good. We good Hello. for the Patreon down. Exactly. That's what matters. Um, we, we listen, y'all, we promised that when we both attended the Renaissance World Tour that we would come back and give Io an episode to recap our experiences which is why me i i gained straight into the episode topic because we need the time okay we yeah we're gonna time. be here for a while <clears throat> we need Excuse the me. time okay so um <laughs> Deidre attended uh the renaissance world tour on july 29th which was the anniversary of renaissance diamond and i just attended the world tour here in well in phoenix not here i don't actually live there but in Phoenix slash Glendale at State Farm Stadium. I gonna drag them a little bit later. Not now is not the time. Uh-uh. Don't do State Farm because the whole time I was there, I was like, 
they really do be like a good neighbor because you know right now I'm going to a state farm claim. So don't don't do state farm. I'm gonna drag the stadium in a little bit and you're gonna agree with me when I drag them. But yes, ma'am. What? What? Okay. <laughs> Time out. Why everybody trying to prevent me from dragging bitches today? It's the Beyonce episode. I get to act the fuck up. I mean, positive vibes, you know? It's going to be positive, but we dragging bitches. I don't give Listen. Anyway, I, it's like, I don't want me to be myself. What is going on? What the fuck is going on here? Anyway. Oh, God, my No, 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 no. Safe Farm is just my gra right now. My gra. Farm come, they come in true for you, eh? They, they could be your girl. Like, I'm going to pick up my next rental tomorrow. They could be your girl. They, they sponsor the stadium. Good for them. But whoever was up for that sound in our stadium, they seeing me. Oh. Okay. I wanted to ask, quick question. Do you guys mm. think that the heat is a factor in the sound going out? Because no. I found myself wondering. No? Oh, okay. Mm-mm. Because inside the stadium wondered... wasn't hot. Okay, because I, f- I was like, huh, the only time there was ever an issue with a Beyonce show was, I think, the year she did Super Bowl, and I know the lights cut out at the end of it, and I think it was a temperature issue then. So I was like, huh, I wonder, but obviously that's not true, so never mind. <laughs> Hello, well, just I kidding. mean, I don't know what it was, but... <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I don't I don't think it was like Phoenix heat type shit. Like if we're gonna talk about it at length, but like it was loud. Oh, okay. It was loud as shit in there to the point where like shit has sound distorted sometimes. Like, like it was loud. Yeah. Really? It's true. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So, so yeah. they oh, so they probably their sound check probably you could barely hear her vocals mm-hmm. at really? point. Yeah. And it's so funny from the time she opened, she's singing and she's like motioning like you could have tell like, that it was it was an issue. Don't do me, girl. Like she yeah. was she was tapping oh, her wow. ear a lot. Like, bitch, do y'all hear what I'm hearing? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Damn. So to warm us up, we're gonna we're gonna ease into this. Um, because there's a lot of ground to cover with our concert this fucking historical monumental um so obviously renaissance released a year ago um she started touring back in may and as soon as she started touring hive was dropping footage costumes outfits clips tiktoks you fucking name it if you were trying to avoid seeing anything from this concert it was damn near impossible to not get any kind of spoilers so um for obviously for everybody, did you watch any other spoilers in between when the cons- when the tour started and when you got to see it? And did that alter the experience for you in any way? So in the, it's funny, in the beginning, I planned on not watching spoilers. And then I want to say by the I want to say by the time she was on like the second or third night, I found myself saying, Deidre, Beyonce never keeps the same the show the same. What's the point in skipping spoilers? What you see for these shows are not going to be what you see at your show. So I I started watching spoilers and honestly the spoilers didn't change shit cuz what listen, no matter how many spoilers you watch, the show still feels like a novelty experience. Like watching the show, it was like what spoilers? Like the damn videos that I saw on TikTok didn't even exist once you see the show in person. So for those who have yet to see, well, I feel like by the time this drop, the show gonna be pretty much done, right? Yeah, okay. October 1st is the last so, show. So basically, if you have not seen Beyonce yet and you've been avoiding spoilers, girl, just go watch the spoilers because the show is, it's not even gonna feel like it's been spoiled, to be honest. And the spoilers will prevent you from being the dumb bitch who continues singing during energy when she says everybody <laughs> on mute. But carry on. That's my, answer to the, that's my answer to the question. I mean, I, I, all I can say is same. Um, and that's, that was my sentiment from jump. My only rule was I'm not watching 
the entire show because you know oh, it was yeah. coming, somebody would post the whole show mm-hmm. i was like i'm not watching the entire show until i go see it and then i'll get into the vibes has somebody I'll- posted it yet oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah oh i'm going oh, to watch it it's now been there since, since may yeah so that was my only rule of thumb like i was i didn't want to see the full show there were a couple of times it popped up on my youtube algorithm and i was like not interested like i literally held it on and said not interested so i had to kind of train my youtube algorithm to know like you don't do me bitch the shorts <laughs> yes the full show get your mother's gone period yeah but, I, um, yeah i, I have no regrets i have no regrets I wasn't going to watch a full show at all. And I, I was trying. Like, I was like, I'm I not trying to see this. I'm going to scroll past all these TikToks. I'm not going to do it. What got me was the costumes. Once I saw that she was going to be eating this fucking fashion up, it was like every every show yeah. I had to see what she fucking wearing, especially for um, America Has a Problem slash period. Like, that B costume, how she would change it or cuff. Like, once she started really oh. coming with with the fashions, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm here, girl. I'm here. And it, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, oh, it was phenomenal. And like Deidre said, those clips that you're seeing on social media, what people are posting tend to be like, it's almost like they're trying to follow a trend. Like people keep posting, um, cuff it into yeah, the same what, stuff, the same clips. They keep posting America has a problem. So when you get to the show, the show is three hours long. It's a fucking massive production like it's three hours long so you seeing 30 second clips of a three hour long show like there's no fucking way unless you sit down watch the entire show for you to spoil it for yourself because she's gonna blow your mind she's gonna blow your mind and it's funny there were points in the show where i found myself saying people posting the clips that they're posting don't even compare to some of the shit that's going on in this show like there were points in the show where things would happen and i'm like i can't believe this hasn't made it to tiktok now i'm an in the moment kind of girl so i'm terrible at like recording footage and things like that so even by the time i'm like holy shit this is amazing this is something i would like to record the moment's already gone i got my i don't even know where my phone is at like I don't, you know but it's like this is the kind of shit that y'all should be posting on tiktok y'all posting these basic little things like but you know it it, it it was a good ass show like yeah it was good yeah so Deidre this, this next question is specifically for you because you I think okay. you're the only one of the three of us who has been to a Beyonce concert before this one so yeah. how was how was this experience this concert experience overall compared to previous Beyonce concerts that you've been to so this is only my second Beyonce show. They were both great. I'm just as wild at the one, because the last time I saw her, she was on tour with her husband. So the last tour was just as good. It was just as, an, the show was just as impressive. Um, Obviously there was not like Renee on the stage, right? But they still had elements of the show that was so artsy and beautiful. Um, I'm also a Jay-Z fan. So it was just a good show. Like being able to enjoy both Jay-Z and Beyonce, there were things that really impressed me and wowed me. It was at the same stadium. Shout out to MetLife. It's a very good concert venue. <laughs> so I I loved the experience. The, the, the main difference between my experience for this show and my experience for that show is that show I was just gen pop like, up in this in the bleachers baby this time baby girl was on the floor and what i do know after going on the floor is anytime i go to a concert i'm not going in the bleachers so that's the only difference in the concert experience was the actual like venue because both shows were fucking amazing like beyonce is just a visionary in so many ways (laughs) like the, the the I feel like the amount of effort they put into 
like the the footage you know those in between shots that play on the screen and it's like a whole production at the stadium and out of the stadium like they're making movies to play during this show that's the kind of shit that her and jay-z did for the last show and that's the kind of shit she did for this show yeah i i mean my first major concert was all this year which was lizzo and so that's really the only comparison i have to give to this show and lizzo don't get me wrong Despite all the shit that's happening right now, she's an amazing fucking performer. Okay, that was an amazing yeah. show. I leave there with no voice. I I got my entire life, okay? So yeah. I was like, okay, that's what I have to compare it to. And Lizzo, you cute girl, but <laughs> even she would say like she gets shit. I'm like, it was a completely different level of, of performance. And yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about it more, but just we, we'll get into it. Diamond, we're going to start with you. Initial reaction to the show. I was there, so I saw your initial reaction. We could talk about it. I mean, it, I was gagged the entire time. From beginning to end, I was gagged. I was... I, you ever been, like, having so much fun, you wonder if you're having too much fun for the people around you? Aww. Including y'all three that was there with me. I was like, girl, am I doing too much? Like, I... <laughs> from Literally, from the time... the sh- From the time that the lights went down... Beyonce entered the stage up until Renee, she floated and landed on the thing. Like I was elated the entire time. It was mm-hmm. so magnificent. I was, from a creative perspective, I was gagged. Just being a fan of Beyonce, loving this album, loving all of her music, really loving that she still incorporated songs from um, Black is King, yeah. all of that. But then just also having experience being a part of creating visual productions. I was also, my mind was going to like, damn, I wonder what it was like on set when they were filming this and mm-hmm. all of that. I was the entire time. Like I am literally, yeah. y'all know that song on TikTok where it's like, I gotta find a way to come up with this money by tomorrow. That's <laughs> how I feel because I need to find we, money to go see another We show. hadn't even left the state area. I thought Daima was like, I need to figure out how much tickets for these. <laughs> I was like, like, I need Daima. to find another show. Like I, there's no way, like I need to go to another show. And let me just say, it wasn't even when the lights went down, Daima, because from the time we got there that weekend, you was on fucking 10. Like, you were the hype person of the whole group. We got in the car, Daima were quizzing bitches on the lyrics. Like, Daima were ready to go for the time. I have to ask ask this one question, because you said you found yourself wondering if you was doing too much, right? Were you performing with Beyonce? Like, were you... Okay, because that was me. I was, when I tell you, I was in my section singing along to, and you know what? Because we have like her live albums as well. And we've seen like other Beyonce performances like on on like the Beyonce experience and these little DVD sets. I know what to expect at a Beyonce show. We already know what the runs are going to be, honey. Mm-hmm. We When I tell you, and my niece was singing along crazy too. The section I was in was fucking lit. But when yeah. I tell you- I realized that I was literally singing along. Like I was also Beyonce. Like we were- I was definitely her understudy. Yes. Um <laughs> Let me tell you something. Me and Diamond. Understudy. I said, if anything happens to Beyonce in this very moment, I can continue. This I can show. be like, mm-hmm. I, I, I got it. Tribute. I got it's, y'all. Ingo Sana's good. Ingo Sana's good. Sana's good. Yeah, no, 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 no. But, but you're gonna still get I a don't show. Know the choreography, you... but the vibes gonna still be there. Yeah. The vibes gonna. <laughs> Listen, I wa- yo, can I tell y'all though? This is so mm-hmm. random, right? But y'all know that maybe around like spring, I kept very clearly saying I'm training for Beyonce. When I would be at the gym, I every time I up my weights, every time I run a little harder on the treadmill, I always say I'm training for Beyonce. Y'all, 
my endurance. Listen, <laughs> I, I don't like, I try not figure out how to, how to describe this initial reaction. All I know is I was like, obviously hype. We leave the house. I'm excited. The outfit, but it's, it kind of starts with the outfit, right? You've been planning this fucking outfit for months, for months. Okay. Everybody was joking about how, oh, you're going to lay it out like the first day of school. Bitches was laying it out like the first day of school. Okay. Yep. We were all in the house. It was like fucking prom. Everybody was in the, the one little kind of game ready. And then we would come and see each other over there. Be like, oh, God, we were taking pictures. If you haven't gone to a concert yet, when people say take your pictures before you get to the concert, take your pictures before you get to the concert. Because when you get here, you never know what's going to happen. In my case, my outfit fall apart. So, but pictures were taking all of that shit. When we reach in there, I, I kept trying to tell myself, like, you about to see Beyonce, like, be present, right? Because I have this thing where sometimes I don't fully be present in a moment because I don't get so overwhelmed with, like, everything that's going on. And I was like, you, this is this might be the only time. Like, be present, you about to see Beyonce. When them lights went down and that stadium started screaming, I was like, okay, bitch, just breathe. Like, I had started to get, like, I don't, it wasn't, I guess it was anxiety. I don't know. I had started to get so overwhelmed. And you could ask Diamond, for somebody who are loud up, talking shit, hype the whole time, the minute them little clouds come up, hey, Isa was done, quiet, quiet, right? Diamond look over like this, sobbing, okay? Balling down the place. The whole time she performed Dangerous in Love, I was, no, you know, it's funny. I don't know if maybe... Cause I was crying during Dangerously in Love too, and I couldn't tell if it was because I was just genuinely so happy to be there, or because of the way she sings. Cause you know there's certain volumes that trigger crying. Mm. I don't know if that's why I was crying, I... or if I was crying because I was happy to be there. I genuinely don't know. I didn't feel super emotional about the song, but I couldn't stop crying. During I, that for me, it, it wasn't necessarily what well, it. But a part of it was the song for me. I had imagined this tour, right? And I, I I, was talking to the girls about this afterwards too. Like when I pictured the tour, I pictured her coming out maybe to the intro of Alien Superstar, setting the place off. Like nobody could have foreseen that she would have chosen Dangerously in Love as her concert opener, mm. right? She usually yeah. goes with like an up-tempo, big, like think right. Coachella, yeah. right? And the yeah, life in the album past, that she I always do crazy and love to open yeah. the shows. And the live album that I always listen to for her is Coachella. And that was how I was kind of setting the tone for what to expect. Right. So obviously I've seen spoilers. I knew she was going to do dangerously in love, but something about her performing this song that I've quite literally listened to since I was 10 years old and sang to, and like, this is your little, oh, boy, break my heart in junior high school. Like I'm going to cry <laughs> for you. Like, Something about that being the song and I'm 30 years old, finally seeing this artist. I, it just, every, listen, everything just come out in that moment. I, like, right. I think she chose that song to serenade her fans. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like she, she did. She, she did. She did. Love with us. And she that's did. what it felt like. That's what I it felt like. And maybe that's why we all reacted that way. But mm -hmm. also it was something she looked Again, like chills. an angel. <laughs> I think another thing is because so that's the thing. The one thing that's that remains true, no matter and obviously I've only seen her twice, but I think no matter how many times <laughs> you see Beyonce, you're still gonna be like, oh my god, she's human. Like this person is real and standing in front of me, right? So I feel like that's the thing. But also she just looked so angelic. And mm -hmm. what she's always got on like something gorgeous, some sort of 
classy gown or something singing it at my concert she had on that black and white number and that was a new dress that was an in- that was a new dress on the tour so mm-hmm. we all were excited to see this new look the black and white was just so timeless and gorgeous and she looked so pretty and it's like this fucking bitch called sing her mm-hmm. ass off the music and is fire was. the mic was on the mic was the mic was fucking, fucking on. on and it's the way she looks around like in awe every yes, time like she's that's the thing. That all, all these people, these are, here people are here for her and you could see the emotion and like mm-hmm. to, I, it felt like personal like yeah she and appreciates have... me being here yeah. she appreciates the money i spent and I yes. could see it in her face in this moment. Like I'm watching this woman be, and set, she be does. grateful I, for our I, presence. I think that's the thing because a lot of people don't know how humble Beyonce is. And you can see how humble she is when she performs. Because, and that's the other thing, because you could see from any angle of the stadium that is full. Because mm-hmm. where I sat the last time, I could tell it was full, right? But when you see it from the bottom, when you're looking up into that stadium and you see that amount of people, it hits different. Mm-hmm. So for her to be able to see that every night... It's very humbling. And I'm sure she'll probably be crying every night at the end of that show. Like Beyonce seemed like, remember when she was crying because she was sending the African dudes back home who choreographed girls? I feel like every night after the tour, she'll cry a little bit. (laughs) Because I wouldn't be that many people are there and they're there to see her. I think the only thing I will say about my and this is part of the initial reaction conversation. I felt like the vibe was kind of all over the place for for Phoenix. Like there were some people there who you knew were just genuinely fucking happy to be there. They were hyping people up as soon as you walk in. It was even a girl who we ended up on her TikTok. Um and she, yeah, she was like recording outfits and shit. Um but in the crowd itself, I did feel throughout the concert that like some people were like ready to go there with us and get hype and all of that shit. And then there were some people who kept kind of being like Okay, girl, I guess. Yeah. And I was just like, you pay all this money to come to a Beyonce concert to to act. It's like in front of me, because Daima was behind me, my sister was behind like, I was like on the end of, of our little group. And the lady that was next to yeah. me and the lady, like they seemed like bothered by the fact that I was like as hype as I was. And I was just like, okay, dog, like what do you what? want me to do? That's what do you so want me to weird. do? But I obviously That's didn't weird. let her get to me because I'm like, girl, fuck you. Like I don't have my, I don't have a time. Like, and that's how it should be that's literally how it should be because you paid to be here and so did i yeah and i'm gonna have a good time every time i get it like if if i was screaming like i was trying not to like scream in her ear or like hit her with my phone like i was trying to be aware but it wasn't on some like oh you all upon me type shit it was on some like you doing a lot type shit It, it just it was weird but i don't know if it was phoenix i don't know if it's just the section we was in i don't know i just compared to what the vibe was like in a crowd when I went to the Lizzo concert, I, I guess that was kind of what I was expecting. And it just, everybody mm. wore on the same level of like, hell yeah, we going off. At least in my opinion. Dima, I don't know if you oh. feel different, but. I, I'm one of those people that's like, I hate, I hate how the term self-centered is very, like has a negative connotation. I'm a very self-centered person. I literally did not give a damn about, or I didn't even, I wasn't even aware that there were people around us who were not at a 10. Mm. And that's just what it was. <laughs> like, I, it did not, it wasn't until we were having a conversation in a car that like, y'all were like, yo, what was the deal with the vibe in the section? I'm like, what vibe in the section? Like, for Also, you were lit. So <laughs> you were lit. I was like, I didn't care about anything that was not happening in my aura. I genuinely yeah. did not care about yeah because for me i was so when i say i was so happy to be there i was but also I think so grateful too, to be there 
I think maybe because that, I was, was in front of you and my sister was behind you, it was maybe easier what? to like not notice if the person well, no, in front of you was like, we were in the same row, right? But you got to mm -hmm. right? There were people in front of us and then yeah. behind of us, right? But but so even then they were in a separate... Yeah. Yeah, because I'm doing 360s at all times. So mm -hmm. I can see that these people... But I wasn't studying that. I'm looking around like, yeah. who's singing along with me? Nobody's singing along with bitch. I'm singing with myself. Well, like, and even that we're looking for them to sing along is that I, so why specifically talking about is that like I dancing and I screaming, but every comment that I make, like, you know, I was like, yes, nice when Blue Ivy come out, like losing my shit. This lady was literally turning around and watching me like you're doing too much what? type shit. Like she Bro, literally was looking you. at me and I was that's like, girl, wild. I said, no, you, that's you could wild. stand there, girl. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Like you could fucking right. stand to me, it, to me, that's very weird. And I don't think anybody should be going on at a fucking concert. Like, girl, this is, first of all, this is not the movies. Like we did not come here to be quiet. Like I did not come here to act wholesome. Like uncivilized. Like what? My section, even though there were a couple people who didn't know every song they were still the fuck lit my section yeah. girl we was all Beyonce. let me tell you me and the whole section i was in we were all beyonce and the dancers and the fucking band we were having a time yeah. there was a point where the people in front of me were turning around and we were serenading each other there was mm. that's, with, that's yeah, the kind of yeah. vibe that was going on that's what i was at there was this lady who was there she came by her lonesome, she was in our section. Okay, Mama was drunk. She had lost her fan. She we girl. She had a time. We all had a time. There was some aunties behind me, and I was like, "Oh, I want to be like them when I grow up." There was all clearly Beyonce's age or older. Okay, mm. you could tell they all got some sickening job because they was talking something about their job. I don't know fucking shit about what they were talking about, but they know what they do at their job. Yeah, we okay. adopted a girl and in then, our section. Yeah. yeah, they were they were living their best change. life. And what I love, one of my favorite outfits at the show, and when I say outfit, I mean just aesthetic, right? Because one thing everybody knew, everybody understood the assignment, and it was to come shiny, right? Even my favorite aesthetic, you you're gonna be surprised, was the women of a certain age who just grabbed a sparkly blouse and just like Kamala Harris, like because you know they all own at least a sp one sparkly blouse that they never get to wear. New Year's Eve outfit that it didn't go with. Yeah, it's like yes. half of the New Year's Eve outfit. And like, oh, I could just wear this for Beyonce. Diamond, that's the name of it. It was people. It was grown women of a certain age who clearly take care of themselves. Probably a divorcee or probably somebody who almost got married but then realized like, nah, this is not the person for me, and is happily single in her forties with half of her New Year's Eve outfit on. Those were just the most satisfying outfits to watch because it's like they still understood the assignment. They might not be in their motherfucking living room, hot glue and glitter to nothing. But what they are going to do is put it on something sparkly. Mm -hmm. They understood the assignment. It was so fun. I don't know if Oprah was at my show or the night after, but she was at my city. Um, I was like, holy shit. Like, Oprah, half of a New Year's outfit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was just so sparkly fun. Slacks. But my section was fire like my section was lit and even the, the aunties that i was talking about they were behind me they were trying to take a, a selfie at the end of the night i was like i could take a picture y'all they were like oh they were just so cute like, just yeah. very they clearly went to an hbcu um like they they were just so cute and like classy and got had their shit together at least one of them was like probably married with like teenage or adult children but they were just so cute and they were having such a good time and you could tell they were aunties because them songs from like back when we were too young to like them as much 
them songs that was probably popping when they were in college, like Check On It. Oh, they was turning up for Check On It. I said, ooh. Let's talk about how Beyonce been singing about whole shit. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and people acting like it started in self-titled. Beyonce been singing mm-hmm. her thought, and you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, you could tell that them ladies, baby, they was mm-hmm. they about the same age as Beyonce or a little bit older, but you could tell. Check on it was yeah. a song they used to play when they was finna snatch somebody up and throw that thing at them. Okay, but it was it was it was good. My section was fun. All right, mm. so this is gonna be a hard. It's gonna be the same thing as when we asked this question during the album episode, but I I made it plural. What were some of your favorite parts slash highlights in this? entire three hour long experience you're gonna need multiple variables. i could go first mm-hmm. yeah you go first there was a few things so i'm trying to compile them into one answer obviously blue ivy we all know mm-hmm. that blue yeah. ivy was a highlight my favorite 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 part up to now i said it in the house in phoenix was amari jumping on that stage with all of her weight <laughs> while they said body body like i live for that i love the fact that beyonce has a plus size woman dancing back up with her and that this woman is like i'm sorry hannah halo but like to me amari is like oh amari is the moment amari is the moment moment. like you remember how everybody was team like ashley was the moment for me amari is the moment like she and she dances down okay i love when she comes out it's almost like she escorts Blue Ivy on the stage. She's yeah. almost like a protector for her. That's Love what it feels what like. Has. Yeah, that's what it feels like. She, she's there to just protect Blue Ivy and she, like, she's her chaperone. So that's one of my favorite parts of the show. Um, I love, I don't know. I, I, I really, for me, that's like the, the main thing that stands out. Everything else is like, it's like expected. It's Beyonce. She's the baddest yeah. to ever do it. So everything else I obviously love, but that's the thing for me that I'm just like, Okay, Beyonce, period. Like, mm-hmm. okay. So, yeah. Oh, it was good. So, the... Oh, shit. I love the whole show, obviously. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the whole show. Yeah. With, that just goes without saying. Believe One of the things that I love most about the show is, like, the part that's, like, a miniature ballroom kind of vibe. But I actually yeah. love that Beyonce is not a part of that. I love that it's only like the dancers and specifically the, the dancers that we are, are safe to assume are queer. Um, I feel like there's a lot of dancers who, unfortunately, I don't know their names, but there's a lot of dancers who are obviously dancers of color who are not, at least to me on TikTok, not getting the kind of visibility that Honey Balenciaga is getting. Honey Balenciaga is very talented, let's be clear. But there are dancers on that stage that are far more talented than honey balenciaga and they're not getting the kind of hype on tiktok as honey is getting and it's crazy to me i don't know their names but there's one who has on like um um like a low haircut and like it's clearly like a the ballerina looking outfit and honey oh darius thank you so honey only getting that amount of, of attention because she already came with an audience because remember she was on legendary right so i think that's why honey you think it's it, just coming with I that think it's just, i honestly think it's just because of that because make no mistake on legendary honey was a star right mm, okay honey's house didn't win legendary honestly on legendary i didn't like honey i'm gonna be honest i didn't mm. like her attitude like she was very cocky she was very mm. she was a brat you know but the bitch is talented 
<laughs> the so bitch I, is the bitch is talented. That's a talented ass little motherfucker. No, the way she be coming down them stairs and then yo, yeah. But I think it's only because of her because her of the influence from the show. She, that makes yeah. that makes sense because um, and again um, a lot of people finally started to show Darius the kind of attention that they deserved. Um, when Darius ended up getting that little solo while Honey was out because you know Honey had messed up their ankle. So once once that happened, then people started to properly like you know, con- mm-hmm. like shed light on Darius and all the damn talent that they bring to the show. But first of all, everybody on that stage is so talented. We were all so enamored with the fucking Tempest, who's fully pregnant and gonna have that baby any day now if she ain't already had it. Um, yeah. we um. So there's that. There's obviously those dancers that I was so like hype about. Um. Obviously, I always really enjoy the footage, like the the, the pre-recorded footage that Beyonce makes um, for like those in-between shots. Believe it, y'all gonna laugh at me because I'm basically a toddler. Everything was just so shiny. Like, it's te- like if y'all think everything is sparkly on them video clips, in real life, it is so sparkly like and I don't know what I don't know maybe it's something about my brain but I just love sparkly things like every time I see I just want to touch sparkly things so I was so enamored with how sparkly she was I'm like Jesus Christ like like, it's just so damn sparkly so those are the things that like I could think of off the top of my head that was just like my favorite aspects and elements of the show obviously and this is something that I know I expect from Beyonce is like her playfulness Beyonce has a stage presence that's unmatched she's so playful with her audience it's like she's always been that playful but she's doing it even more now like I just love how much fun she is having on um on this tour in general I've said it before yeah. I said it even before I saw the show just all the clips she just looked like she having so much fun and it takes me back to when the girls were upset when she first performed in Sweden and and kind of nervous about the fact that she wasn't doing as much choreography, which at the time she was still recovering from whatever injury she had. And it seems like now she's yeah. much more comfortable on stage. You could tell yeah. like the choreography has gotten more intense. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody was just like, oh, this isn't the same. Da-da-da-da. Like they were expecting this very like Coachella-esque type choreography formation world tour choreography and i'm like y'all she's in her 40s this whole album is about her being comfortable in her skin and having hella fucking fun and wanting the rest of us to do the same like just be in the moment dance your ass off and have fun and you could tell that she's been doing that so i mean overall like that's the element of the show that i really enjoyed is that like we had fun like i was just like basking in 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 all of it i will say like highlights wise though the opening of the show was phenomenal like i said Ollie, i was it was unexpected but it was perfect for this type of show um same amari could step on me i hope she listened to this episode you could step on me if you want to that's my bitch um blue ivy also one of my favorite parts of the show mostly because hawk coming out took the energy in our stadium from 10 to, to a whole other 25. level like yeah. For a little girl who is 11 years old to have that level of pres- presence at 11 and ain't even just on some, oh, Beyonce, let you know, see her baby. Blue knows she is the shit. Blue, Blue knows Blue. she is the shit. In one, Deidre, Blue had a long ponytail, right? In mm. one part, she do her little kiss, whatever, but in one part, Blue tech the top of her ponytail and she literally did. And we were like, no. Bitch! Like we were losing. Blue Ivy literally 
knows that she is that girl. It is fascinating yeah. to watch. And watching she knows her that she's that girl. Oh my God. Between the first growth, show and now. Yeah, yeah that was just that so was and I, awesome. Um I and think then the other oh I'm the, sorry. The Vogan part of the show too. Like I really I just I really enjoy how because there wasn't a lot of people featuring that ballroom scene where her dancers do like mm-hmm. a, a ballroom. But people don't really point out the fact that she's incorporating those ballroom techniques into almost all of the choreography throughout the show. It's not yes. just that part of the show. Um, and then last but not least, it's so it's so random, but get me bodied. And the reason I say get me bodied is because I don't listen to Coachella, to Homecoming Live almost all the time. And mm-hmm. I don't listen to get me bodied and the intro of get me bodied to just, I don't be in my car going off, right? So it was just that moment of like, oh my God, this sounds exactly the fucking same as it does in my yeah. car. Like this is real life. That just, that tech me over the edge. But yeah, I honestly, the whole concert, I don't, I don't. It was just so everything. good. Everything. It was so good. I think a lot of the, th- one of the things that was really fun is everybody's anticipation for Blue because we know that Blue is not at every single show. So it's also like, yo, y'all think Blue coming out? Because that was one of the things that we were discussing a lot in a section I was in. Like, we were all like, yo, y'all think she bringing out Blue? Like, I hope she... And then we were she all like... She well, she... back school. We were like, she has <laughs> so to. Bad. Like, this is the anniversary show and it's like Blue Ivy's home. Like, this is where Blue was born. Like, she has to bring out Blue. Like, but we still wasn't sure. We were like, you never know. Because I think another thing that has to be factored in is I think parts of why Blue isn't at every show, I think there might be like labor laws in different states. Mm. So I think it might be a labor law, is- a child labor law issue why Blue doesn't come out for certain states. Um, Because Blue's been out from the time Blue made her appearance. She's been out for just about every show. But she she only brought out Blue in, did she bring Blue out in Europe? Yeah, right? And she started in Paris. She didn't stop before She's, that. Yeah, she started in Paris. And then we were not sure if she would bring her out for the U.S. leg. But I think the few shows that Blue hasn't done in the U.S., it might have been child labor law related. I, I mm. could be wrong, but I feel like a lot of people were saying that that might be the issue. Eat so we, we were all like... We, I said, you know, we should kill it. Like Blue killed it. Blue knows she's a superstar. And you know, Blue got some stands too. Mm -hmm. They're called the Ivy League. (laughs) Yeah, the Ivy League. The Ivy League. And the clips don't don't do it justice because the clips typically show when she first comes out until she does that initial like my power choreography. And after that, they'll cut off. Blue's choreography for Black Parade. And the the we gonna be all right when she coming on the scene. Yeah. She was killing that shit. Like She's so good. Some nights she dances and heals. Like just think, right? Her and her mom are both like when her mom was her age, she was also training for superstardom. But mm-hmm. she was training at a level where she wasn't on the world stage. She was just training for something that she knew would happen. In Blue Ivy's case, it's like she's 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 training on the world stage you know what i mean like that shit is so freaking dope like and yeah. she literally like you know matthew used to have beyonce and them girls running on a treadmill and singing to build up their endurance and blue ivy gets to actually be on the world stage to train for her you know we we say it's world domination and blue ivy's taking over the world Listen. So she can, like, and as soon as it happens i'm gonna be I, once it happens i'm gonna be like Y'all bitches should I know she will come in. You should I know. Yeah, I, I'm already prepared. Like, I'm mentally prepared to spend my ducats on Blue Ivy. Like, I think the only other thing I will add is is how much people put into their outfits for this tour. Oh, um, yes. I've I have never seen anything quite like it. I know that that it's not the first time that people have dressed in a certain like style to celebrate like the artist style or the album style or whatever when you yeah. go to a concert. But this 
was on another level in terms of people yeah. like putting that level of thought into their costume. I was seeing people bring back out House Adarian jeans, bitch. And it, it was a range. It was a range. Like some people it was full House Adarian outfits. Some people was in the silver and the reflective and like the shiny, like it oh, was, wow. yeah, it was so beautiful to see just on TikTok and in person too, like, yeah how many people just like put thought into their outfits into their makeup um is what is the word that i'm looking for it it feels very like inner child so like celebrating our our yes. inner child for a lot of people especially millennials mm-hmm. like we grew playing up dress with up. this artist yeah we yeah, are we playing dress up but also like for so many this was the first concert that people got to go see as adults right as adults yeah. who had purchased their own tickets, who had spent the money on their own outfits, who had like arranged day schedules. Like you didn't just beg your parents to buy you these tickets. Like you did this for yourself. Yeah. So I think a yes. lot of the joy that we're seeing is like that. Like this is something I was able, this is an experience I was able to create for myself, but it's also honoring my inner child who was also a Beyonce fan. Like it was just a good show. It was so nice to see so many people come together and it was just really dope. Like energy is real. Y'all know about to get hella woo woo, but energy is real. And just that many people being in one, one space all for the love of Beyonce is like next level. Like mm-hmm. everybody was just so happy to be there. Everybody was taking care of each other. Everybody, it was just good. It was good vibes. Even the people working at the damn merch um mm-hmm. counter was everybody was just so happy to be there except for that bitch who was working at the motherfucking um concession right this old lady who clearly hates her job and her life was just so rude but we had a good time trolling her screaming sorry i just had to get out because she was the only 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 um thing that was weird about that show but other than that we had a good time all right so in the spirit of that commentary any least favorite parts of the con either the concept itself the concept experience for me it was when the sound went out Mm. that was it that was it that sound going out was like very like girl what that was probably the only time during my entire experience prepping for being a part of and post-renaissance where i had anxiety because i was like what if they don't resolve this and the show ends? That was the only, that was the first time in that whole experience oh, wow. of Renaissance where I was like, what if I don't get to experience this? And it was early. It was during uh, Alien Superstar. Yeah, that is It early. was lit, like, yeah. this is like, she just comes out to start Renaissance. Boom, she's doing Alien Superstar. They're doing the little robotic dance and she's singing. And the next thing you know, boom. Mm-hmm. She's still singing, but there's nothing coming out of her mouth. There's no music. The dancers are still dancing. Everybody's looking at each other like, holy fuck. And that bitch just walks She out. continues that little bar as she walks off the stage. And in that moment, my heart was like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Damn. And it was gone for like, what you said, like 10, 15 10 minutes. minutes it was 10 minutes. Why um, are the girlies on TikTok saying it was an hour? It was 10 minutes. It was a no damn hour. It was like <laughs> it 10, was 10 minutes. minutes. It felt like, but it felt like an hour. It no, felt... because th- it was that level of like fear of like, oh my God, mm-hmm. what if we, they, what if we do all of this just for this show to end? <laughs> yeah. So then she goes in the back and then they turn on, I think they turned on the lights. Mm-hmm. And then we were all like, holy fuck. And then mm-hmm. the lights get went down. So we're like, okay. I guess yep. we're good to go. And then she comes out in a new costume. In a new fucking... Gagwi. Gagwi. Them little okay. wings. 
She came oh, them out wings was cute. Cute. Them yeah. wings was the fuck cute. It was a <laughs> it was like a heart. It was a heart, yeah. and oh then the point god. was like her corset. Yeah, when yeah. she went off, I had that same fear of like, oh my god, what is happening? Like, what if it's why over? if they show? Yeah, why if the show over? What if they can't it? And then it was a vibe killer too because like you performing Alien Superstar. The show, it was like the show was That's finally the... peaking, mm, and, and she boom, hit so. Alien Superstar, and everybody losing their shit. She just do her little bed routine. We telling her go take a nap, bitch. No, yes. the bed routine. Can we? Mine. So we are all gagging going through the gig. Yeah. Next thing you know, the fucking song cut, cut, but it felt honestly, and I I don't know if you also felt like it was so loud up until that point that Mm. in the back of my mind, I was like, they're going to blow out the fucking speakers in this stadium. It was so uncomfortably loud. It really was. was. And it was better after that. Like after the song. It wasn't perfect after. It was still some moments where, because Daima, I remember you telling me that in some parts, her vocals actually sounded a different pitch than how she how low she's typically singing now like yeah. it was a little weird don't get me wrong like the sound mm. was probably the lowest point at a whole show of like this could be better um mm. but a part of it too is that the stadium state farm stadium is a dome and sometimes you have the sound so loud and it's reverberating off of, yeah. like bouncing everywhere that that shit could knock speakers out and the audience was screaming she even said herself she come out and she says, sometimes you have an audience that's so loud that they don't knock yeah. the power out. We were like, bitch, bitch, get on the stage. Keep what? going. Fuck you. Don't, girl, like, please, please. But what if she really knows what she's talking about? She's been doing we this were... for 25 years. <laughs> she said, sometimes oh, the I audience was... is so powerful and the charge is so much, it knocks the power <laughs> out. We were like, Beyonce, please, shut please. the fuck up and get to work. Go sit right now, because you had me skirt. And then mind you, you know, Cozy was the song that had me crying. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah, I have, like, is your shit. Yes. Dehydrated tears on my face, mm-hmm. and then boom, the fucking sound is out. But I can we talk about Cozy though? Like as many and Cozy is probably the most popular clip because she'll do that. <laughs> and it, no, that. like she'll be going off. Oh. So fully expecting it, but when she actually performs it, it is it is she sounds so fucking good on Cozy, like mind blowingly yeah. good. Just and then the even vocals. when she does that very like breathy angelic way that she sings it, like because mm-hmm. and that's the thing that's really dope like about any Beyonce show. Yes, that's the thing that's really fast like dope about Beyonce shows is because she always does some. She deviates from what's on the album. Like she'll sing mm-hmm. the song, but she's gonna add her own little twist. She's gonna add some new little razzle dazzle sprinkle sprinkle. So it's just like fun. That's what makes Beyonce show so fun. It's like that mm-hmm. really artsy element. Her completely changing the way she sings the song. You remember there was a point where she kind of changed up the way she would sing the the rant for Heated, mm-hmm. where she was like, um, yeah. She completely changed the tempo of it, which was fun. It was like, girl, yeah, she would be like, dimples on my hips, stretch marks on these tits. On like, these tits. I was like, bitch, you are having a time of your fucking life She's, right now. <laughs> like, can we talk about the heated rant? Because y'all know the heated rant is my favorite part of the album altogether. Shit. Y'all know, uh, know that's the part that I was waiting for, for a month. <laughs> yeah, y'all know. So remember when I told, the, remember last year when I was telling y'all, like, the song that really had me in a chokehold was heated. Like, I'm this was, I was fucking dying my weave. And she's doing this rant. And I'm listening like, oh, she is going off. So Mm -hmm. that's just hands down like my favorite part. So I was really like excited for the heated rant. But the heated rant is so fun in person. Mm -hmm. You can tell she she loves it. You could tell that's her favorite part of the show. When she, for, when the show first started, um, 
over in Europe and she would do the heated rant. I feel like the first couple of shows, she was just standing there on the mic. Like the mic yeah. stand is there and she's not moving. Now this bitch is leaping from end to end. She's galloping <laughs> across the stage. Running. She's galloping Her across chest. the stage. I'm like, okay, I'll take you comfortable now. And let me tell you, so what was fun was the people, you know, everybody in my section had a big obnoxious fan. So they had, I wish I had my fan with me, but that shit, if you, every time you open that fan, there's red glitter everywhere. So my fan stays closed. But they have this thing they do where they just keep like flipping the fan open, just like letting it slap smack open. Mm-hmm. So we was, you Yo, that heated rant, we was doing the absolute fucking most, okay? Yep. But one thing, when she said, watch my wrist go click, bitch, mm-hmm. our wrists went click. Yep. click. We were ready. Let me read out this tweet that I saw this morning from March 16th, 2018. This is a tweet from me. Okay. I said, I'm really excited for a new Beyonce album, but I'm also deathly nervous. How does one possibly go up from Lemonade? She's about to peel my wig back so far that my mother feeling it in her womb. I cannot take the fucking suspense. I knew. I knew this bitch was going to... You were onto something. You were I onto knew. Something. Because how do you... Yeah. Lemonade was this just amazing body of work, right? She gave She Wait, gave Lemonade us... was her last... It was 16... Oh, 16- no, um... The Lion King, the gift came after. Because I'm like, wait, Lemonade was really the last time we got music? It, it was, was her okay. last, like, her solo last album, right? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. in 2018, at the time, she hadn't released... Um, In March 2018, she hadn't released the gift yet. And we didn't... Mm-hmm. I don't think we had known what coming. So I was just like, yeah. how the fuck she gonna go up from here? And I was like, but no way, huh? She yeah. gonna go up from here. And yeah. just thinking about the fact that we record a, a episode on this album a year ago, more than a year ago now, we're still talking about this album. We're now talking about the tour. And this bitch still ain't dropped no visuals. And her album been the number one topic of conversation in this motherfucking house for years. Like, but also, further to that, I mean, aside from the fact that she got us together and she said, you are the visuals, you are baby. The visuals. <laughs> but let's also forget, we still ain't on act two yet. We still don't know what no. act two is. No, <laughs> no. That is actually what's gagging me the most because <laughs> like, we still I'm don't know what's act, act one. We're still in act one. Like, like what are we gonna do? I think act how many two... acts will there be? Like, I know because everybody is... was like, "Is act I think two it's the three. tour?" Yeah, she nope, said it's, two... it's a three act project, and some people yeah. were what theorizing like, "Is act three the tour? Is it no? Is act two the tour and act three visuals?" But no, she's proven act one is literally just act one. You're going to get act two when you get fucking act two. And I So I now can't. it's like, is it a whole new album? Like, what is happening? I don't know. Because remember before we were like, oh, maybe like one of the acts is going to be like, like a Netflix special and the other act is going to be the tour or maybe one act is going to be the visual. And that I think that the whole era of Renaissance going to end and act two going to be a completely different project. At this point, that's the only thing there is to think. We're going to get yeah. a whole different album with a whole different rollout for act two. <laughs> based on I that based on tweet alone. I yeah. Care. Yeah. I just care for the vibes at this point. Based I, on that tweet alone, I have accepted that this bitch going to do what she fucking want. And she yes. going to gag me in ways that I least expect. Because you could not have told me that this bitch would have had me holding a clock fan in a concert telling bitches, yeah, that's when they vogue and shit. You could not have told me that four years ago. Right. Could not have told me. Facts. So, Beyonce... You know what? Do your At thing. At this point, do what you want. We're do. not going to say nothing. We, we're done. I'm going to be here. Okay. I walked this hard in my gonna... life to get this job that I have to spend money on Beyonce tickets. That show is a production. And for anybody who hasn't gone to see that show, to see that show, and I'll, I'm speaking 
to Hive, I'm speaking to Beyonce fans because Hive is one thing, Beyonce fans is the next thing. And mm-hmm. people who just enjoy Beyonce from a distance, even if you think you just won't be into her music, go to the show just to see how mind fucking yes. blowing of a production this is. Like, yes, it's not even about show. knowing the lyrics. It's not about like it's it's a production from beginning to from the visuals to the costume into the choreography to the setup of the stage itself. Like. It is a fucking party from beginning to end. And it was absolutely worth the money that everybody spent on this show. Like, yeah, absolutely. It was. Worth it was it. worth every dollar. Yeah. Quick question. Did you get, did we get any um questions in the content that you made? Because I know you said you was going to post like to see if anybody had it. Oh, no worries. Being but, question, I, but I went live on my Instagram earlier and one of my followers asked um what the concert venue smelled like. And I promised that I would answer on the episode. And I was like, interesting. That's the most random question, but she's she's an earth sign. She's a Taurus. Is she a Taurus? I don't remember. I know she's an earth sign, but it makes sense that she wants to know that because there are some people who are so in the moment that they want to know what the place smelled like. So the be- to the best of my ability here is what me meant, like, <laughs> I know. I, I was so, I was like. Because I can tell you what our concert smelled like. Well, I'm going to tell you. The concert venue smelled like a combination of, shout out to our fourth co-host, the ice cream truck. <laughs> okay, so the concert venue smelled like a combination of exhaust from public transportation because the train for us, we took an Uber there, but the train that gets us to the main station was literally right outside the concert venue. And mm-hmm. also my city was one of the cities where Beyonce spent a couple extra bands for us to be able to commute late at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that out after I already paid for my con- my um train ticket to get home and then the fucking dudes never came and looked for my ticket. But anyway, I digress. So it smelled like a combination of exhaust from <laughs> the public transportation. It smelled like fried food from the concession stand. It smelled like wine and different spirits because everybody was drinking, right? But it also smelled like some motherfucking weed because it has some motherfuckers smoking in that venue. That's exactly what I was saying. I always smell like like fried food. Yeah. In the words of Beyonce, somebody blowing in the house. Somebody yes, you know was how to clip blowing. The like, it's somebody, somebody blowing, blowing in the house. house. Yep, it yeah. was people blowing was in my people. house, honey. Listen. We the, the venue smelled like weed. Straight weed. Not the whole time, but there was a point in the show where the girlies got, they they got relaxed, honey, and they were smoking their weed. Especially yeah, when we had that sound issue and she went backstage, motherfuckers were like, all right, they're going to spark up and wait for Beyonce to come up. back. Yeah. It was loud. Listen, it has smelled like weed and I was mostly smelling diamond because diamond smelled good. Like it was weed, diamond. That's... <laughs> We don't diamond. <laughs> That's what I was That's... smelling the entire time. Okay. That's so and let me go last time. I am 5'2". I am 5'2 and then my hotel, you be? 5'10. 5'2 and 5'10. Well, me? Right then, up in my titties. Yeah, <laughs> I was all up in that shit, okay? That is. Shake so... my titties on this podcast, baby. All that to say, had an amazing time. I think this was the perfect way to end the season because, of course, it's Beyonce, duh. Um, and yeah, we we did something for ourselves to, to feel good up. And this was an amazing yeah. good up experience. But, you know, before we wrap up, I mean, this is the last episode of the season. So we got like wrap up, wrap up. I are we done? Uh, Jump fucking done. Okay. This was a, a good season. It was a good ass season. Even it was just a good ass season. 
everything about it obviously our guests a1 top tier baddest bitches mm-hmm. obviously the guys too when i say baddest bitches i mean everybody <laughs> but the season was phenomenal the guests were amazing um the topics were chef's kiss my co-host the baddest there ever was also, my co-host is the baddest bitch ever they were here being store manager launching our product line like <laughs> yes this... watching IO. yes this hiatus better not take too long. <laughs> Listen, when I said blows, I will pause on the flight to each of y'all cities and fuck y'all up. We're not doing that long ass hiatus again. We're not going to do it again. You know what I'm going to say? And I want you to do the same here, Isaac. I'm at a much different point in my life between mm-hmm. now and the last hiatus. Mm-hmm. Um, am I taking on another management role? Yes. Is it going to take as much out of me as it took out of me the last time? No. But I'm also managing our good up, good up, good up um shop. Yeah, we launched a shop. Store. We launched a we store. We launched a store this season. Like our this is the first sticker that I had within reach, but you know, I've been I get um, mine. I get mine. Hmm. You got yours? Because hmm. my water bottle is my in the favorite kitchen. one next to me too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. but we yeah. launched our store. We're very proud of that. Thank you to those of you who have purchased stickers so far. We have another set coming. We have more products coming. First of all, in the store, Deidre is is on top of all of that. She's the Beyonce <laughs> the shop. Okay, and then she <laughs> never fuck. Um, we we definitely have another exciting season coming. We're already planning that season. We're already yes. planning episodes. Already outlining shit. So just know, Diamond. Yes, the break will not be as long as it was this it last won't. time. We're in a much better place. Can I just tell yeah. y'all? We have so many exciting things in store for y'all. Um, if you are a patron, make sure your email notifications are on. Um, if you're not a patron, go to our website and sign up for email notifications. Let me tell you how the girlies who are signed up for email notifications, the minute the shop opened, they placed their orders. Okay. Awesome. Can we talk about how we have a website, like a fully functional we website? Have a- we have a blog. We have a book club, bitch. We launched a book club. Shout out to listen. the Rich Bitch Reading Society. Hey, like listen. it's fire. We got some, we got some fire stuff coming. We do. It's going to be amazing. So thank you. Thank you to all of our listeners for supporting us this season for being so excited when we came back and i know i are gonna yeah. be even more excited for our 10th 10th season next season <gasps> and i love the number 10 for some reason we'll talk about that later but um ten, shout out to our ten, patrons ten, ten, we gained more than 10 new patrons this season we have a bunch of new patrons shout out to io shout out to our season sponsor empath psychological services we literally could not do this without you first of all for you to come back this season and and to have been so happy with our performance last season and just decide fuck it we'll, we'll do it again um i'm mm-hmm. so excited for that so thank you to empath for being our first season sponsor and second season in a row that you've supported us so we appreciate you and yeah i don't know where to find us on social media at go pod we will still be active on socials throughout our break but we need to go take a break okay give us a couple weeks yeah, I know I was talking listen. shit last season and I said give us a couple weeks and it turned into a couple months, but I promise we'll but be back. But this time baby. it's just a couple weeks. We will be <laughs> back. You know, the boss and CEO is going back to school. He's going to fourth grade. So I need to be present for that. You know, I need to be the you know, the fucking assistant that I am and escort him to school. <laughs> so I got, we're gonna be I got you know, we got things to do, but we're coming back. It's only gonna be a couple weeks. We love y'all. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you, Diamond, for jumping on for this episode and all the other season. We love you, bud. And yeah, Deidre, for the final time this season, tell these bitches bye. Bye. 
This season of the Good Up Podcast is sponsored by Empath Psychological Services. The Good Up Podcast is Black woman hosted and produced by Deidre Ritter and Heiza Quinones Ivory. Find us on all social media platforms at Good Up Pod. Tag us using the hashtag Good Up Tuesday and join the VIP section over on Patreon for exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash Good Up Podcast.